Introducing Bluehost Cloud, ultra-fast WordPress hosting with 100% uptime. Want a website with unmatched power, speed, and control? Of course you do. And now you can have all three with Bluehost Cloud, the new web hosting plan from Bluehost. With 100% uptime and incredibly speedy load times, your WordPress websites will be dependable and lightning fast on a global scale. Plus, your sites can handle even the biggest traffic spikes without going down or lagging. And with Bluehost Cloud, you get 24-7 WordPress priority support, meaning you're connected to WordPress experts anytime you need them. Not to mention, you automatically get daily backups and world-class security. So, what are you waiting for? Get Bluehost Cloud today by visiting bluehost.com. That's bluehost.com. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Beware the Redwood Bureau, a secret organization which captures and researches creatures and objects that defy explanation. Their reckless procedures have led to countless innocent lives lost. I am Agent Conroy. I worked for the Redwood Bureau, but I have escaped them to leak their reports to the unsuspecting public. You have the right to know. realm hidden from public view, where truths are shrouded in layers of secrecy, I stand as a defector from the very organization I once served, the Redwood Bureau. My name is Conroy, and the realities I've witnessed compel me to break the silence that had long governed my existence. Every year, our world witnesses a staggering array of unexplained phenomena, incidents that defy easy explanation. From the thousands of sightings of mysterious lights in the skies to uncharted deep-sea anomalies, each event contributing to a complex tapestry of the unknown. These occurrences aren't just random quirks of nature or mere illusions. They form patterns, suggesting a larger, more enigmatic picture. Take, for instance, the numerous reports of inexplicable acoustic phenomena in remote parts of the world. Sounds with no discernible source that resonate through landscapes, leaving both scientists and locals baffled. Or consider the myriad of cases involving time slips, where individuals report sudden, unexplainable shifts in time and space, challenging our understanding of temporal reality. These phenomena, often dismissed or overlooked, are windows into hidden realms that skirt the edges of our perception hinting at forces and dimensions that exist beyond the boundaries of conventional science. I recall a chilling incident from my time with the Bureau that resonates with the haunting nature of the case at hand. In a remote coastal town, the community was plagued by a series of inexplicable events. Residents reported an overwhelming sense of dread, accompanied by unexplained disappearances. Our investigation led us to a horrifying discovery a series of caves where reality itself seemed to be torn apart. Within those caverns, 
we found evidence of something ancient, a force that had been drawing in the town's residents, sucking them into the walls and draining their life force to feed its own. These experiences are not isolated incidents. They are part of a disturbing pattern that the Redwood Bureau has long sought to conceal and exploit. In exposing these truths, I risk more than just my safety. I challenge the very foundation of what we are led to believe about our world. Redwood Bureau Phenomenon 8153, known as the Flesh Melding, is a grim reminder of the unknown forces at play in our universe. This is more than a mere recounting of an event. It's an insight into the unfathomable capabilities of our universe. As you delve into the details, remember that these are glimpses into a world where the impossible is made real, where the fabric of our existence is stretched to its limits. Within the shadows of our understanding, there lie truths that challenge our grasp of the world, reminding us that beyond the edge of our perception lies a realm of infinite mystery, wonder, and horror and horror. FBI Communication Center, Operator 472. How may I assist you? Good morning. This is Sheriff John Brooks. Captain. County Sheriff's Department. I'm calling about a situation here that's quite unusual and potentially of a serious nature. It might be something for the FBI, but I, I honestly have no clue. I'm here to help, Sheriff Brooks. Is this related to a federal crime, national security, or an immediate threat? Could you briefly describe the nature of the incident? It's a bit hard to explain. We found two people out by the old Henderson farm. They're, uh, they're merged. I mean, physically combined in a way that's, it's not natural. And they're still alive, but not like anything I've seen before. Merged, you said? Can you describe it in more detail? Yeah, it's like their bodies have been fused together. Arms, legs, even faces, all intertwined. Then they're making these... these sounds. Not, not words, but something else. It's like a scene out of a horror movie. Good evening, Sheriff Brooks. This is Agent Miller. I'm here to assist you with your case. Please continue. Agent Miller? Wasn't I just talking to someone else? What happened to the first operator? My apologies for the confusion, Sheriff. We had to transfer your call to a specialized department. Now about these two individuals? Yeah, so I've never seen anything like this. We're all a bit shaken up here. I thought... I don't know what I thought. But this... It looks intentional. And there's this feeling around the farm, like we're not supposed to be there. Understandable, Sheriff. Have there been any other strange occurrences or sightings in your town recently? Anything out of the ordinary? Well, now that you mention it, there's been talk. Lights in the sky last week. Animals found dead with no clear cause. And this general sense of unease in the town. I chalked it up to local gossip, but now... All noted, Sheriff. It's crucial that you secure the area and limit exposure to these individuals. I'll have a team there shortly. Ensure no one else approaches until we arrive. But who are you, exactly? And what kind of a team are we talking about? This isn't some regular investigation, is it? We're a specialized unit that handles cases of unusual nature. You've done the right thing by contacting us. Please await our arrival for further instructions. 
and avoid any interaction with the subjects. Subjects? Wait a minute, I need some answers here. What is this, some kind of government cover-up? I assure you, Sheriff, you'll receive all the necessary information once we're on site. Your cooperation is vital to national security. Please stay on the line for additional instructions. In all my years, I've never seen anything like this. Bodies woven together. It's... it's beyond comprehension. Understandable, Sheriff. Let's go over the details. What exactly did you find? It was just after dawn when we got the call. Thought it was a prank at first. But then we saw them there in the barn. Two people, merged in a way that... that defies nature. Still breathing, but barely human. I see. And did you observe anything else unusual at the scene? Anything at all? The air felt charged. Thick. And the ground. There were these patterns. Almost like scorch marks. All around where they were lying. Interesting. Patterns, you say. Have you been able to identify the victims? No, not yet. They're... Unrecognizable. We're checking missing persons reports, trying to piece it together. Keep me informed on that. What about the locals? Any odd behavior or occurrences in town recently? A few things I'd previously thought were nothing. A few reported sightings of lights in the sky, some animals found dead, and the townsfolk acting a little... antisocial. These events are often connected. Our experience shows that such phenomena can trigger a cascade of anomalies. I need some straight talk here, Agent. What's going on? Are we talking about some kind of biohazard? A government experiment? Our primary concern is to secure the area and gather information. As for the nature of the incident, it's under investigation. The FBI is handling this with the utmost seriousness. And those people, if we can still call them that, what's going to happen to them? We have specialists for this kind of situation. Rest assured, every possible measure is being taken. But I must ask, Sheriff, limit this information to those who already know. We don't want this getting out, and we don't want to cause a panic. Understood. But I want to be kept in the loop, Agent. This is my town, and those are my people out there. Of course, Sheriff. You'll be the first to know of any developments. Let's keep this contained and controlled. There they are. I've kept the scene untouched, just like your people asked. Good work, Sheriff. Preservation of this scene is crucial. These patterns on the ground. Have you seen anything like them before? Nothing even close. It's like they were burned into the ground, but there's no sign of fire or heat. Intriguing. It might be a form of energy we haven't encountered before. You mentioned strange lights in the sky. Yeah, a few locals reported seeing them. Bright, unexplained lights. Thought it might have been a meteor shower, but now... It's possibly related. These phenomena have multiple manifestations. Has anyone else entered the barn since the discovery? Just my deputies and me. I've kept it locked down tight. The town's on edge. 
Rumors had been spreading fast. If they find out about this... You've done the right thing. Containment is key. In situations like this, public safety and preventing widespread panic is our top priority. What about my deputies who are here? Should they be worried about contamination or something? We'll get to that. But let's focus on the immediate issue. It's hard to even comprehend. How could something like this happen? It's like a nightmare. There are things in this world, Sheriff, beyond our understanding. Events that challenge our perceptions of reality. Have you noticed any other anomalies in the area? Changes in wildlife behavior, perhaps? No, nothing really. But then again, I haven't been looking. Maybe one thing. I've heard a few of the hunters complaining they couldn't find a single deer over the last week or so. You think that's related? Possibly. Animals are often sensitive to changes we humans can't perceive. So what's the next step? What do we do about... this? My team is en route. They're specialists in these matters. We'll handle everything from here. Your role is to keep the town calm and the area secure. Can I count on you for that, Sheriff? You can. But I want answers, Agent. This town, these people, they're my responsibility. Understood. We'll provide information as it becomes available. For now, let's maintain a united front. We will get through this. Examination notes, Dr. Adrian Harrington, case RBP number 8153, referred to as flesh melting. Subject, first melted human victims, commencing detailed medical analysis. Initial observation of the melted subjects reveals a disturbingly intricate intertwining of human anatomy. The fusion of flesh, muscle, and bone appears seamless, suggesting a biological process far beyond current medical understanding. The skin, where it merges, shows no signs of cutting or grafting. It's as if the cells themselves have been reprogrammed to coalesce. Despite the extremity of their condition, the subjects exhibit signs of life. Their chests rise and fall with shallow, labored breaths. Eyes flicker beneath fused eyelids, suggesting neural activity. The auditory phenomena are particularly noteworthy. A series of clicks, guttural moans, and prolonged resonant tones emit sporadically from what appears to be a shared respiratory system. Where one body ends and the other begins is indiscernible at points. Limbs are coiled around each other, fingers entwined so tightly it's impossible to distinguish to whom they belong. The faces, though distorted, show expressions of what I can only describe as resigned anguish. It's a living tableau of merged human suffering and biology. Internal imaging shows a radical reconfiguration of organs. In some areas, organs are doubled up, yet in others, they've merged to form hybrid structures. Remarkably, the circulatory systems are intertwined, creating a shared blood flow that somehow sustains them. The complexity of this arrangement is staggering defying all known biological principles. The process that led to this state is elusive. The precision and speed of the fusion suggest an intelligent directive, but 
To what end? The arrangement of limbs, the alignment of torsos. It's as though they've been woven into a living tapestry, each thread a sinew or vein. The vocalizations are particularly intriguing. The sounds could represent a form of communication, though not in any human language. The patterns are consistent, rhythmic in a way that implies intent. Could this be a message, a cry for help, or something more alien? Further study is essential. Tissue samples, neural imaging, and continued auditory analysis may yield clues. However, we must proceed with caution. We are in uncharted territory. These markings, they extend beyond the floor. It's as if the entire barn has been exposed to whatever happened here. I didn't notice that before. It's like the air is different here. Heavier. Can't explain it. It's not uncommon in cases like this. The phenomena can alter the environment in unexplainable ways. Cases like this? You talk as if this is just another day at the office. How can you be so calm? Years of dealing with the inexplicable, Sheriff. It's about maintaining control in the face of the unknown. Control? Look at them, Agent. There's no control here. Just horror. The horror is undeniable, but our reaction to it, that's where we can exert some control. You know, the town's seen hard times, but nothing like this. People are scared. And I don't blame them. They look to me for answers, and I have none. Fear of the unknown can be the hardest part. But you're doing your job, keeping them safe. That's what matters. Maybe, but this, it's going to leave a mark on the town. On all of us. Have you found any personal belongings? Anything that might give us a clue about the victims' identities? Nothing. It's like they were just placed here, with no connection to anything else. Interesting. It's as if the event itself is the only thing that matters. The identities of the victims might be irrelevant to whatever caused this. It just doesn't sit right with me. These were people, not just pieces of some sick puzzle. I understand, Sheriff. And we'll do everything we can to find out who they were and what happened to them. But for now... We need to focus on containment and investigation. Right. Containment. You said your team is coming. What should we expect? A specialized unit equipped to handle and analyze anomalies. They'll take over the investigation. Your role is to ensure no one interferes and to maintain order in the town. I'll do my part, but I expect to be kept in the loop. This town trusts me. And I need to be able to give them something. Of course, Sheriff. Transparency where possible. We appreciate your cooperation. This is uncharted territory for all of us. Sheriff, for our records and ongoing investigation, I need a list of everyone who's aware of this incident. That includes civilians, your deputies, anyone who's even had second-hand contact. I can do that. But why? Is there a risk of it spreading, or...? It's standard protocol in situations like these. 
We need to understand the scope, control the narrative. It's as much about preventing panic as it is about the physical containment of the site. Makes sense. This kind of thing could cause a real uproar. I'll get you the list. Most of the town's still in the dark with the specifics, thankfully. Good. The less public knowledge, the better. We need to manage this delicately. Another thing, Sheriff. I need you and your deputies who were first on the scene to come to our forward base. We've set up a temporary unit just outside town. It's for a standard medical check. Precautionary measures. A medical check? You think we might have been exposed to something? It's highly unlikely, but we can't take any chances. You understand? It's a quick procedure, just to ensure everyone's safety. Of course. Safety first. We'll head over immediately. Where's this base set up? Here's the location. Report there with your deputies. We have specialists who will conduct the checks efficiently. Alright, we'll be there. And after that, what's the next step for us? After the checks, you'll be free to go. We'll handle things here. Just focus on keeping the town stable. We'll update you regularly. I'm holding you to that, Agent. This town, my people, we need answers. And you'll have them, Sheriff. We're all working towards the same goal here. Thank you for your cooperation. This is Sims. Update from the Henderson Farm site. Yes, it's confirmed. The phenomenon so far matches our projections. I need the next phase initiated immediately. The local sheriff and his deputies are en route to you for the medical check. Ensure they are contained upon arrival. Yes, contained. We can't risk any information leak. Good. Extract all they know about the incident and who else might be aware. Then proceed as per containment protocol. Also, we need to finalize the perimeter around the town. I want it airtight. No one in or out without my say-so. Use the standard cover story. Chemical spill or gas leak, I don't care. Just keep prying eyes away. What about the aerial surveillance? Good. Keep the drones operational 24-7. I want eyes on every inch of this town. Anything even remotely out of the ordinary, I want to know about it immediately. The situation here is volatile. The patterns, the energy readings, it's all off the charts. We need to understand what we're dealing with. Yes, I'm sending samples back for analysis, but be cautious. We don't fully understand the properties of this phenomenon yet. As for the townspeople, start compiling data. Purchases, phone records, recent travel. Anything that might indicate awareness or exposure. Yes, we need to map the entire network of potential exposure. Isolate those with direct and indirect contact. And the information suppression? 
It needs to be comprehensive. Discredit any leaks, control the local media narrative, and monitor social media closely. Any mentions of the incident must be contained and scrubbed. Look, I don't need to tell you the gravity of this situation. If this phenomenon spreads or word gets out, it's all our asses. Keep me updated on all developments and get the extraction team ready. I want these bodies brought to the Bureau immediately. All right, Sim's out. This episode is sponsored by June's Journey. What is horror to you? Monsters? Murder? Mystery? Well, if human monsters are your thing, June's Journey is the game for you, albeit in a more lighthearted tone. June's Journey is a hidden object game with a thrilling murder mystery set in the Roaring Twenties. You play as June on the hunt for your sister's murderer. Discover clues through exciting hidden object scenes with beautiful and atmospheric illustrations and music. Victory brings you closer to new plot points and suspenseful answers. When not hunting for clues, you can customize your own luxurious estate island with gardens, buildings, and decor. Or chat and play with or against other players too in the Detective Club, where you could even put your skills to the test in the Detective League. June's journey is both relaxing and fun to play with my busy schedule, I find it's the perfect game to pick up and play whenever I've got a free moment. It doesn't demand too much time, and it's pretty satisfying solving puzzles quickly and unlocking new clues. Can you crack the case? Download June's Journey for free today on iOS and Android. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Signal connection restored. The recent influx of melded subjects presents an unprecedented opportunity for study. We now have individuals melded in pairs, as well as groups of four and six. Each configuration offers unique patterns. The two-person melds are intricate, but the larger groups are exceptionally more complex. Our analysis has identified several overlapping patterns. The skin and limb fusion patterns are as varied as they are grotesque, creating a disturbing tapestry of human anatomy. Organ patterns show a purposeful reconfiguration, suggesting a deliberate design. 
blood flow and neural activity are synchronized among the melted individuals, perhaps hinting at a shared consciousness or purpose. Brain patterns are synchronized in a way that defies current understanding of neural networks. Furthermore, there is an alternating pattern of electrical impulses originating from both the brain and the heart's electrical system. This could be a form of binary communication, complex and multi-layered. The question now is, what is being communicated? Is it a distress signal, a message to another entity, or perhaps something more akin to a broadcast? The redundancy and complexity of the patterns suggest a message meant to be heard across various channels. To decode this, we've assembled a multidisciplinary team. Biologists, cryptologists, neurologists, and even linguists are collaborating. Each department brings a unique perspective, yet we are all equally baffled by the complexity and potential implications of these patterns. The new subjects range in age and background, yet the melting process does not discriminate. The six-person configuration is particularly tragic. A radial fusion of bodies with a central nexus where their heads converge. The movements, when they occur, are synchronized, almost ritualistic. In conclusion... We are just scratching the surface of understanding RBP number 8153. The melted subjects are a living puzzle, a cipher made of flesh and bone. Deciphering this will require not only scientific acumen, but perhaps a reevaluation of what we consider possible in the realm of communication and consciousness. The morning began like any other in our sleepy town. I was off to the old miller's farm, a swath of land on the outskirts, overgrown and reclaimed by nature over the years. The city council had plans to develop the area, and it was my job to map it out. But there was a lot of history to this area. I had had to make sure the property didn't intersect any ancient Indian burial grounds or something like that before anyone could break ground. As I drove out, the narrow road wound through dense forests, the trees forming a canopy overhead. It was quieter than usual. Even the usual morning bird songs seemed muted. There was a stillness in the air, the kind that makes the hairs on the back of your neck stand up. I didn't pick up on all these oddities just then, but I could just feel something was off. Reaching the farm, I parked my truck and grabbed my gear. The old farmhouse, now just a shell of its former self, stood abandoned, its windows like hollow eyes watching my every move. I couldn't shake the feeling of wrongness in the air. I did my best to ignore these feelings, but they did not dissipate. The further I ventured into the property, the stronger the feeling became. I tried to focus on the task at hand, but my thoughts were constantly interrupted by subtle movements at the corner of my eye. Shadows that seemed to flit between the trees, only to not exist when I looked in their direction. I stopped for a break, sitting on a fallen log, 
The silence was oppressive, the usual rustling of wildlife conspicuously absent. As I sipped my coffee, a faint sound caught my attention. It was distant and indistinct, but it was out of place in the stillness. Curiosity peaked. I followed the sound, each step taking me deeper into the woods. The underbrush grew thicker, the path less distinct. I should have turned back, but I had to know. The sound grew clearer, a strange rhythmic pulsing that resonated in a way that felt almost alive. I found myself in a part of the woods I didn't recognize, despite having surveyed most of this area already. The trees here were gnarled, their branches twisted in unnatural shapes as if they were guided along by an unseen hand. The pulsing sound was now accompanied by a low, mechanical hum, creating a dissonant harmony that seemed to vibrate through the very ground. My heart raced, a mix of fear and fascination driving me further on. It was then that I stumbled upon the clearing, and my world changed forever. I reached the clearing, the source of the bizarre sounds, and there it was. A scene so surreal, so beyond the realm of understanding, that my mind struggled to accept it as reality. Before me, in a small, sun-dappled area, were four figures. But they were not as any person should be. It was as if reality itself had been twisted, reshaped into something horrific and beyond the natural order. The figures of what used to be people were intertwined in a way that defied physical laws. Limbs merged with limbs, features blending into one another seamlessly, as though they were made of water or smoke. Constantly shifting and flowing, the air around them shimmered with a strange energy, distorting the space like a heat haze, making it hard to focus my eyes. I tried to make sense of what I was seeing. Were they standing or floating? Their bodies, if they could still be called that, formed a structure that seemed both organic and geometric. A living sculpture that challenged every notion of biology I knew. Were they even human anymore? The sound was coming from them, a rhythmic, pulsing sound that seemed both mechanical and alive. It was like the beating of a heart, but fractured, echoing in a way that felt alien. And beneath that, a series of clicks, whispers, and sighs, as if they were communicating in a language known only to them, or perhaps it was just the sound of their existence. As I stood there, transfixed, the figures began to move. Or perhaps they had been moving all along. It was a slow, undulating motion, like underwater plants swaying in a current. Their movements were graceful, yet unnerving, as parts of their bodies appeared and disappeared into each other, creating and dissolving forms in a constant state of flux. In one moment, I could see these figures surrounding them. Two, maybe four, it was hard to tell. 
Viewing them was almost like anamorphosis, where an artist places a bunch of random objects, and when perceived at the right angle, they create a recognizable image. Except this was far more complex and impossible than that. One moment, the air around the folding human forms was empty, and then these tall, shadowy forms were just surrounding them, wavering and shifting. It was as if they occupied a space that wasn't physical, wasn't there, but somehow was. It was for a moment, a blink of an eye. Then I felt a wave of dizziness wash over me. My brain was screaming in a pain that was as alien as the scene before me. It was as if I was witnessing an event meant for a different plane of existence. A glimpse into a world that the human brain isn't capable of comprehending. And then, as quickly as it had started, the scene before me began to blur. The edges of the clearing dimmed, and the figures started to fade, becoming part of the shimmering air. I tried to hold onto the sight, to etch every impossible detail into my memory, but it slipped away like a fleeting dream. The last thing I remember before everything went black was the feeling of utter insignificance. A realization of how little I understood about the world, about reality itself. And then, darkness swallowed me whole. As I came to, the remnants of that surreal experience clung to me like a lingering dream. The clearing was now empty, except for the writhing mass of merged bodies. Looking at the pathetic heap of bodies, I no longer felt the transcendent thrumming of power. All I could feel now was pity and revulsion. My hands trembled as I fumbled with my phone, the numbers on the screen blurring in my vision as sickening groans and clicks echoed around me. I dialed 911, having to retry several times as my shaking thumb missed the numbers. The phone rang, and for a moment, there was only the sound of my own ragged breathing. Then a voice answered, but it wasn't Sheriff Brooks. Agent Sims speaking. What's the nature of your emergency? Confusion spiraled within me. Agent who? Where's the sheriff? What's happening? I've temporarily taken over operations here due to several contained incidents. My mind was awash of incomprehension. This must be happening elsewhere. I think... I think that's why I'm calling. I'm at the old Miller farm and... There's... I understand. Stay where you are. Do not approach the... area. A team is on the way. The line went dead, leaving me alone with a thousand questions. Who was Agent Sims? What the hell is going on? As I sat there, the silence of the woods enveloping me, a deep sense of unease settled in my bones. The sound of approaching vehicles broke through my thoughts. I looked up, squinting against the setting sun as dark SUVs rolled into the clearing.
after countless hours of analysis, we've made a breakthrough. Albeit a small and disturbing one. The patterns in the melding process are not random. There's an intent, a message encoded in the very fabric of their being. From the intertwining of limbs to the synchronous beating of their hearts, every aspect seems to be part of a larger whole. It's as if they're trying to communicate, but the language is beyond our understanding. However, we've deciphered a fragment, a repeating sequence that appears to be a set of coordinates. The coordinates don't correspond to any known location on Earth. It's as if they're pointing to something else, something beyond our world. The implications are terrifying. Are we dealing with an extraterrestrial phenomenon, or is it something even beyond that? Something we can't even begin to comprehend. If this is a message, then who is it for? Are the melded a beacon, a signal to something out there, or is it a warning, a harbinger of something coming? This revelation opens more questions than it answers. The nature of the flesh melters, their purpose, their origin, it's all shrouded in mystery. But one thing is clear. We are on the brink of uncovering a truth that could change everything we know about our place in the universe. There's been an unsettling development. The director has ordered me to begin dissections on some of the melted. Ethically, it's a line I can't cross. These beings, though radically transformed, are still alive, still people. Their hearts beat, their brains function. To dissect them would be inhumane. Yet I'm in a precarious position. My past disagreements with the Bureau's methods have already put me on thin ice. I fear if I refuse this order, I'll be replaced and the Bureau's policy on dealing with those it considers loose ends is, well, it's final and absolute. <sighs> this puts me in an impossible situation. If I obey, I betray everything I stand for as a scientist and a human being. If I refuse, I not only endanger my own life, but potentially lose any chance to influence this research for the better. I must find a way to navigate this. Perhaps there's a way to conduct the research without causing harm. To glean the information the director wants while preserving the dignity and, indeed, the very life of these melded beings. Time is running out, and with each passing moment, the choices before me grow starker. Aftermath of the chilling phenomenon known as RBP-8153, flesh melding, the quiet town that once thrived with life, now stands as a testament to the unknown and the uncontrolled powers that lurk in the shadows of our reality. The Bureau, with its veil of secrecy and unwavering purpose, embarked on a course of action that was as cold as it was calculated. As the truth of the flesh melding came to light, the Bureau's priorities were clear. Their primary objective was not to aid or rescue, 
but to study and contain. The phenomenon, which saw innocent townspeople transformed into grotesque beings beyond comprehension, became a subject of morbid fascination and rigorous analysis by the Bureau's scientists. Dr. Adrian Harrington, whose conscience battled with the orders from his superiors, found himself caught in a moral dilemma. His reluctance to dissect the melded beings, still clinging to a semblance of existence, was overridden by the Bureau's relentless pursuit of knowledge. The dissection of these beings, once people with lives and stories of their own, was conducted under the guise of scientific progress, but at the steep cost of human dignity and ethics. As for the townspeople, they became unwilling participants in a morbid experiment. The entire town was quarantined, cut off from the outside world. Families, friends, individuals who had once led ordinary lives were now subjects of study in an extraordinary and horrifying situation. The Bureau's actions were not of rescue, but of containment and observation. The fate of those who stumbled upon this nightmare, like the land surveyor who witnessed a melding, was sealed. The Bureau left no loose ends. The sheriff, his deputies, and any other witnesses were silenced, their existence wiped clean as if they were mere footnotes in an obscure report. As the days turned to weeks, the situation within the quarantined town grew more dire. The phenomenon, initially confined to a few, began to manifest in others. The Bureau, rather than seeking a way to reverse the process, focused on containing and observing its spread, viewing the town as a closed ecosystem for their twisted research. In the end, the town that had once been a haven of community and simplicity became a ghost of its former self. The Bureau, under the pretext of threat containment and scientific necessity, erased its existence, leaving behind a void where once there was life. As far as the supposed coordinates and deciphered messages go, they seem to be locked up so tightly that even I haven't been able to glean their dark contents. At least, not yet. And so, the events of the flesh melting and the town it consumed stands as a chilling reminder of the lengths to which the Bureau will go in its quest for understanding and controlling the unexplainable. It raises questions about the ethics of such organizations and the price of their pursuit of knowledge. As I continue to reveal these hidden truths, I do so with the hope that awareness can lead to accountability. For in the dark corridors of power and knowledge, there must be a light that shines on the deeds done in the shadows. Done in the shadows. Done in the shadows. 